0: This is episode 701 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life, so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's episode, survival uses for animal bones you normally throw away. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. This episode is sponsored by the exclusive Prepper Website Email Group, which allows you to communicate with other Preppers right from your email. You don't have to worry about your every link, click, or word being tracked by social media. Now, this email group resides on the same servers as Prepper Website. Other benefits include members only videos, periodic webinars, and bi monthly online meetups. This is a great value for $20 a year. To join the community, visit PrepperWebsite.net or click the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, one of the things that I hear from podcast listeners is that they don't have time to read articles on Prepper Website. So they're usually grateful for the episodes that they get from the Prepper Website podcast because I'm reading articles that I have loaded on Prepper website. But I want to let you know about a new service that I've started, and it's the top 10 on Prepper website. And so for those who don't have a lot of time and want to filter through all the articles on Prepper website, because we do eight to 12 articles every single day. Instead, what I am doing is putting the 10 most popular articles in an email newsletter every single week. And so if you'd like to take part of that, you can do that for five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year, and you can sign up over at BuyMeACoffee.com. I have the link in the description uh, of the uh, or the show notes of the of the podcast. Now, for those of you that just don't have time to read ten articles, you can also load them into your Pocket app, and you can listen to them there. So that's a great way of getting a lot more preparedness information into your. Earbuds, right? And, and able to, or your speakers, if you're listening to this in your vehicle, uh, able to just get more information there. And so I just wanted to offer that to you. And then that's also a great way to support the podcast and the website uh, over at buymeacoffee.com. So if you're interested, go check that out. All right. Before we jump into our article, we do have two reviews I just wanted to uh, quickly touch on. Matt said, listen to this pod for years. Appreciate Todd and his excellent delivery of important information. To the point, no filler, fantastic notes, and links in the show notes. Must listen for anyone with a family and those who want to be more independent. Love Todd's take on building community and knowing your neighbors. Keep up the great podcasting. Many thanks. So thanks, Matt, for that one. And then Shabby says, I've been listening to the show for the past year, and Todd is a great orator with tons of good advice, never condescending, just straightforward facts and opinions on how to navigate this ever-changing world that we are living in. Thanks, Shabby, for that. Other people would have uh, different views on if I'm condescending or not. I try to provide the the facts, but uh, you know, opinions get in there sometimes, right? Because it's just that's who you are, and and the things that you believe in just are, are going to come out uh, eventually. So, th- guys, thank you so much for those reviews. It's always helpful to see those reviews come through, and then for people who are looking to listen to podcasts you know they're they're going to look at the reviews and see what they say so uh, thank you so much for that greatly appreciate it all right so let's go ahead and jump into our article of this episode it comes to us from askaprepper.com and the article is entitled survival uses for animal bones you normally throw away so i thought this was an interesting one and maybe some things that you've never heard about. I mean, a lot of us have heard about things like bone broth. You know that that's going to be, that's definitely going to be one that's there. But there's a lot of other uses for bones. And really, we are so far away from the fact that, you know, we, we, we hunt our food, we kill our food, and we use up all the available resources in the animal that we, that we hunt, that uh, we're so far removed from that that we don't think about all the other uses that, that that are there. And so this is just one little piece. There's so many other things that you can uh, do with, a, with an animal after you have harvested the meat from it. But we're going to talk about this. And there might be some things here that you've never even heard of. I mean, there's at least one that I never heard of. And I I, to be honest with you i don't know if i could if i could run with that one or not so we'll get to that one here in just a minute so again coming to us from askaprepper.com survival uses for animal bones you normal normally throw away let's go ahead and get started in elementary school we were taught how native americans use all the animal parts without wasting even a single piece there are lessons to be learned here and not just about our wasteful nature animal bones can be used in a variety of ways especially when it comes to survival why waste something if you can use it? Look at the bones of a deer. A lower leg bone can be turned into a gun rack or used to create a weapon like a sword or a spear. While these are simple and straightforward suggestions, there are many other uses for animal bones that you may not know, and these ideas could help you avoid potential disaster. Let's take a look at the survival benefits of animal bones and how you can use them to survive all kinds of situations and limit waste. So the first section we're going to look at is survival foods. And again, like I said, everyone knows bone broth. So let's talk about that one. It is no secret that bones are ideal for soup stocks and the marrow is excellent for cooking. Try roasted seasoned marrow on toast. It's delicious. Now full of essential nutrients, animal bones are great in a survival situation. Throw leftover bones into a pot with water, veggies, and herbs and let them simmer for several hours to create a delicious bone broth that you can use or freeze for later. Bone broth is a quick and easy way to get nutrients when supplies are low. Bone broth is rich in collagen and minerals. It is fantastic for digestive health, relieves joint pain, helps detoxify, and aids in healing wounds. Sip bone stock in the morning to start the day off right and get much needed nutrients. Bone broth is often used in soup and can also be added to stuffing, gravy, or mashed potatoes to take your turkey dinner to the next level. Pretty much anywhere you add liquid, you can substitute for bone broth and reap the benefits. Heavy bones, such as leg bones, are full of nutritious marrow. This marrow can be scraped out, cooked, and consumed to sustain life when nothing else is available. All right. So when they when they were talking about turkey, man, you're talking, that's my love language right there. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. All right. So when we talk about bone broth, a lot of the times you're using beef bones there. Uh, and so one of the things that you might want to consider is becoming friends with your local meat market. And, you know, are there bones that they get rid of? Now, as bone broth becomes more popular and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are making it. They might realize that they need to sell a, you know, sell the bones instead of uh, just giving them away. But you might have uh, a local meat market where you get, uh, get to know the people really well and they just give you their bones. You know, they save them for you. So that's something to kind of look at and something that might be a great resource for you. All right, continuing on with survival food, let's move on to the next one. Up next is bone meal you can also grind up bones to create bone meal easily at home. Bone meal makes an excellent fertilizer for your garden and guarantees that fresh produce is created right outside your back door. Bone meal consists of a mixture of finely and coarse ground animal bones and other parts that are often discarded after a successful hunt. Organic gardeners often use bone meal to add phosphorus to their garden soil. It is entirely natural, making it a safe alternative to commercial fertilizers. A bone meal can be made using any animal bones, although beef bones are most commonly used for creating this product commercially. The key to creating a safe and effective bone meal is to boil the bones for an extended period before grinding them up to make the fertilizer. Boiling the bones will kill any bacteria and help you avoid any potential risk of illness. Bone meal increases the phosphorus in your garden soil, a compound essential to plant growth. The phosphorus created by bone meal is easy for plants to consume and will help your plant grow bigger and stronger. Okay, so the reason this one is in survival food is because it helps you to fertilize your garden so that you will have vegetables and and fruit later on. Um, So that's one of those things that you can do after you do your bone broth. You continue to use the bones. You can go ahead and grind them up after you dry them out really well. So this next one is the one that I'm like, I don't know if I can really go with this one. It's a bone paste and yeah, bone paste, like toothpaste, bone paste. And I don't know if I, I would really have to be starving to eat this one because there is a picture here and it just looks like uh, pink globs of nasty. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> let me go ahead and read this one. You can grind bones up to create a bone paste. Bone paste is easy to make in is super delicious for both animals and humans. Full of nutrients, this paste is great to have on hand in case of an emergency. Watch this quick video on making bone paste at home. So there is a link where you can go and and, and you can check this one out and see if you want to make it at home or not. It is super easy to do and can be stored for long periods. Bone paste is a fantastic food that is rich in nutrients. It can also be used for many other survival tasks like to heal a wound, Prevent infection, stop itching, and to treat tooth pain. All right, so I would be more apt to use bone paste for those last four, right? Heal a wound, prevent infection, stop itching, and to treat tooth pain. Of course, when you have uh, a you know tooth pain and you are in a survival situation, you'll do anything, right? Um, so uh, anyway, that's kind of where where I was going with that. Uh, I again, I don't think I could eat it. Uh, although it's rich in nutrients, but you can make your own decision on that, especially after looking at the picture and maybe checking out that link there. All right. So the next subgroup of ways that you can use bones is with survival, creating survival weapons. So bones are super strong and can easily be sharpened or shaped. Thus bones make excellent weapons. Turn animal bones into knives, clubs, or other weapons to keep on hand as tools or personal protection. So the first one up is like Uh, create a knife right so create a knife out of fallow bones by finding a good size bone to work with like a leg bone break it in half with a rock then pick out the sharpest piece that makes that most resembles a knife and sharpen it with a stone as you would a regular knife create a handle by wedging the bone into smooth pieces of wood or wrapping a strong cloth around its base you can also construct a spear so much like a bone knife You can easily create a spear by sharpening a bone and affixing it to a large stick or pole. Use the spear for hunting, fishing, or personal protection. And then lastly here it says craft a sword. You can easily craft a sword from animal bones by sharpening the edges using a large rock and wrapping the bottom in a heavy cloth to form a handle. To make a sword you would follow the same steps as making a knife but on a larger scale. I don't think they talked a little bit about arrows here, so I'll just mention that. You know, that might be a possibility as well. Uh, maybe using bones that you sharpen uh, you know, as arrowheads. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not somebody who's made that before, but maybe that's possibility. If you're making a spear, you could possibly use it that way as well. All right, the next group is tools. So let's talk a little bit about using bones for tools. Animal bones can be used to create a variety of different tools and are often just as strong as their metal counterparts. You can even use bones to make sewing needles so you can repair torn clothing or create new clothing on the fly. You can use animal bones to create sewing needles, handy if you find yourself lost or trapped in the wilderness without access to a store. Animal bones can be used to craft a shovel. Throughout history, animal bones, particularly the shoulder blade, has been used as shovels. Animal bone shovels were a commonly used tool among Cherokee tribes and during the times of early man. Shovels would be created using large bones such as the shoulder or antlers of large game. These handmade shovels would then be used to dig out large terrain areas. Animal bones make excellent garden tools and can easily be turned into garden hose and small garden spades. The use of animal bones as tools and weapons is found throughout history items such as harpoons, daggers, smoothers, knives, dishes, cuttery, needles, axes, high grainers, etc. All right. So you have that aspect there. And I like the picture because the picture gives you all these examples of using bones and something that you can check out. Um, Next up is medicinal uses. So did you know that you could use bones for medicinal uses? So bones may also be useful as medicine. Researchers have found that bones were once ground up and consumed to treat various conditions, including dizziness, leg cramps, swelling, and even malaria in prehistoric times. Bones are used as medicine to treat many conditions worldwide, from digestive issues to joint pain, as well as osteoporosis and cancer. Bone broth is thought to be a healing agent and was commonly used throughout history to heal wounds and promote health. So next time you come home from a successful hunt, Consider utilizing the goldmine of marrow that lives within the bones of the animal you have hunted. You can extract calcium from animal bones and use it to create supplements if you cannot obtain these from a store or pharmacy. Use bones to create a stable splint and heal a broken bone when you cannot seek medical care. You can find many DIY recipes and treatments online that will allow you to harvest bones for medicinal use. Animal bones have many other uses. They have been used medically as a substitute for human bones in more than 5,000 surgical cases in the United States. Remember, you must thoroughly clean all animal bones before using them to prevent the spread of bacteria. So this next section talks a little bit about cleaning bones. So first, remove the soft tissue. Soaking the bones in water for a few weeks to a few months is one way of removing soft tissue from animal bones. The amount of time that bones need to soak in the water will depend on the amount of soft tissue that is present. Second is degrease the bones. A mixture of dish soap and ammonia works to degrease bones. There are a variety of options for degreasing animal bones and tutorials can be found easily online. Then third, bleach or whiten. Finally, with the bones cleaned and degreased, you will want to whiten them if you plan to display or use them. Whiten animal bones by soaking them in strong peroxide solution. You can buy this at any beauty supply store. The stronger the solution, the faster the bleaching process. Now, of course, that bleaching process, again, it was if you're going to display them. And so I think that's important to remember there. In the survival situation, you're probably not going to have a beauty supply store that you're going to go to. So probably putting it out in the sun would help to bleach them. It will take a lot longer, but it's something that you can do. Um, final words here. The survival uses for animal bones can be extremely beneficial, and bones should never be overlooked, wasted, or tossed out with the trash. Utilizing as much of the animal as possible is not only good practice for the environment, it can also quickly provide you with access to tools, weapons, medicine, etc., that you may not be able to get in, an, in the event of an emergency. So, next time you come home from a successful hunt, consider saving some of the bones for use later. You never know when you might need them, and it is always best to be prepared. There's one comment here that I want to read, um, and it was Janice, and she talked about. Uh, we briefly mentioned that up in the section of medicinal uses, with the um, the bones being used uh, to replace human bones. And so she says here, when I read that animal bones had been used for human bones in 5,000 surgical cases in the USA, I was really surprised. Why? Because nearly 45 years ago, my brother-in-law was in a hunting accident that took out most of the bones in his right hand. The doctor replaced the bones with cow bones. His hand has never caused him any trouble at all in all these many years. The only problems have been that every once in a while shot that was not located has worked its way out. So, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. There's other, uh, comments here, uh, in, in the, uh, the comment section, you know, ask a prepper has a pretty good community over there. So a lot of information over there. So let's, let's do a quick little recap here of, of, of this article in using bones for survival. I mean, one of the topics was the food, right? And the bone broth. I think that's the one that everyone is familiar with and everyone's going to remember and, and to know. And so I think that's one that uh, we probably don't utilize as often. I know uh, a lot of other people, a lot of people do, but most people don't. I mean, bones are used or looked at as something that just needs to be thrown away. And so, you know, you can always if if you're working with bones at home and and you don't have enough to do bone broth, you can always put them in the freezer. And, you know, when you have enough to make stock, you can, you can go ahead and do it thin bone meal, I think would be important, especially if we're talking about survival gardening, when you don't have the ability to go to home Depot or Lowe's and, or any, you know, uh, store like that and get your fertilizer. I think it's going to be important to uh, have options in that way. Um, you had that bone paste, but again, I don't, I just don't know about that one. You're going to have to look at that one for yourself. Then of course, weapons, uh, making a knife or a spear or a club. Um, that's something to, to do if you were in a true uh, survival situation. Um, not only that, but, uh, it's kind of cool to have, um, you know, people have, have used like deer antlers and, and, and other things like that just to, to make cool, um, you know, knives and stuff like that that you might not use on a on a regular basis, but uh, they're they're nice for display. And then you have the tools that you can use. You know that the the you know primitive civilizations have used those uh, throughout the years, uh, so that they can make tools out of bones. We have the medicinal uses there, and uh, definitely the there's the calcium that's there, and all the other ways that it was used. Uh, for people uh, as they they ground those up, and then we talked a little bit about cleaning bones. You know, one of the things that we when we look at things like this is like information that's been lost throughout the years. And you know, we it, I, I can understand that because our the way that we have that we live nowadays again, like I mentioned, you know, when we started this episode, is we're so far away from that. You know, we're so far away from killing our own food and, and harvesting it and, and doing what needs to be done along those lines but having this knowledge I mean and you might not do anything with this episode right with this information you might just file it away and you say okay I'm gonna just I'm just gonna have this information for later on I'm just gonna put it in my head but you might want to look into other ways that um, primitive civilizations have you have lived so I am going to link to the tag cloud over on prepper website because I do have a lot of articles on primitive living. So the primitive archive, I'm going to go ahead and link to that. If that's something that you're interested in, you want to go look at other articles and, and find ways that primitive civilizations have have lived and, and, and just for that knowledge aspect of it. you know, I don't know, maybe you might go out and, and, and do some of it and, and practice some of it, but the other aspect of it is just having that information and that knowledge uh, might be pretty good. So uh, I'm going to link to that so that you can go check that out if you want. And again, if you're using the Pocket app, you can easily add it to your Pocket app and you can listen to this, you you know, to any article over there that you find. Well, everyone, that's it for episode 701. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.